At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Attention listeners of Domain Masters. WebmasterRadio.fm now gives you a new way not only to be the master of your domain, but of your smartphone. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen to every past episode of Domain Masters, plus sample thousands of hours of archive programming, or listen to WebmasterRadio.fm live at your leisure. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. All right, I want to welcome everyone to Domain Masters. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm your host of Domain Masters, and you're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Richard Schreier is the Chief Executive Officer of Pool.com. Pool.com is a proxy bidding system for domain names. Pool.com was launched in 2003 as part of the Momentus.ca family of online enterprises, which include registrars such as Namescout.com and Internic.ca, as well as Canada's largest online DVD rental service, Zip.ca. Pool established itself as a leader in the drop-catching domain names. Uh, drop-catching, as you know, is a process of registering expired domain names by means of an automated system within a short period of time. When we say short period of times, we're talking about sometimes even seconds after the name had been canceled by the registry and made available back to the marketplace. Simply put, the auto-registration of domains in the moment of deletion. Pool.com excelled at this service. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Richard to Domain Masters. Thanks very much for having me, Victor. Nice to be here. Well, Richard, we'll just jump right into it. First of all, the, the industry has has changed since 2003, and, and now it's 2013, 10 years later. So how has the industry changing uh, affected pool? How has pool adopted to those changes to uh, uh, stay up with or stay ahead of, of the uh, market? That's a really good question, Victor. And, and just as a starting point, in your introduction, you talked about the drop being uh, a automated system that works in a short period of time, typically seconds. In fact, that short period of time is measured in microseconds, and companies like Pool.com have, have really worked hard at building electronic engines that can predict network latency, because even that on its own can have a huge impact on getting at the right place at the right time. And certainly, when this all started many, many years ago, um, the, the, the technology from an algorithmic perspective hasn't changed that much. So domains drop, they drop in an order, and at least that's true for ComNet, and different TLDs operate in different ways. But it drops in an ordered sequence, and the real challenge was for Pool to build engines, we call them drop engines, that would 
try to get a name when we knew it was coming available at, at the registry at, at that very precise instant in time. And back then, I think, you know, for the most part, the value of domain names was pretty much underplayed. All the big players that we know of today, guys like Frank Schelling, for example, were playing in the drop. They knew what the value was all about, but most people didn't. Uh, the numbers were significantly lower than they are today. You know, today we'll see seventy to 80,000 names dropping every single day, mm. whereas back then the numbers were probably in the twenty to 30,000 range. Um, and the, the other key element, I think, back then is, is that because people really didn't understand the full value of domain names yet, domain names that had value would, in fact, drop. They would delete because people would let them delete. Nowadays, you'll find that people understand the value and so they hold on to the name and they'll try to sell it privately or some registrars will try to sell the name during the auto renewal grace period or what's sometimes referred to as the expiry period before the name actually is deleted by the registrar and goes into redemption grace and then ultimately goes into pending delete and then of course ultimately drops um, and that that particular process of selling off expired domains I think has made a big impact in the success of the drop for many companies nowadays because it meant that the really, really valuable names, the ones that were marquee six-figure names in auctions, for example, uh, don't ever get to the point where a drop catcher like Pool has an opportunity to get it. So it means the current registrar can flip it. And, and we could get into a pretty philosophical discussion of whether that's the right thing to do because mm -hmm. The auto renew grace period and the redemption grace period, of course, were designed to provide protection to registrants that if they forgot to renew, they've got two opportunities, one 45 days and the second 30 days, to get their domain back if they did something wrong. Mm -hmm. And what's happening now is that some of the larger registrars are saying, well, no, if you didn't renew your name by the time it expires, we can do anything we want with it. And, and so they're selling them at auction before they even get a chance to go on the drop. So I think the biggest thing that's changed in that context to the early days is is that the really good valuable names just simply don't go through that life cycle anymore right well you know, so you got uh, you know a, a lot of volume but you you've also got a lot of the higher quality names as you're saying are being uh, captured uh, or, or, or sold well in advance or, or never let go so it does make a big difference on the uh, the drop catching uh, business then yeah, the the interesting part of the the volume though is that of course that it's attracted a, a much larger community of of players. Uh, you won't see people having the kind of volume or the kind of numbers that that our traditional domain investors have made. But I, I think it still opens the door to people entering into the business. And if you talk to guys like Rick Schwartz, they'll say, you know, there's never a time like the present to get into the domain business. And I think we're seeing that as well. You're just seeing it at at a lower end of the scale of of where some of these domain valuations are. So we're seeing more people participating in the drop, but at certainly a, a much lower uh, dollar value. And they're picking up domains that are of lower value. But you know, the reality is if, if you can uh, double uh, your domain investment, you're still getting 100% return. You may not be getting it on $100,000. You may be only getting it on $1,000, but it doesn't take too many of those to make a comfortable living. So, so let's get a little bit better understanding the services that uh, pool today. Um, how important or, or how major is the uh, drop catching business and the pool model today? And what are some of the other services that you're offering? 
The, the drop is still a significant part of our business. It's not as as significant as it was before for the, all the reasons that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But we, we offer the drop in a variety of TLDs, which you know a, a number of our competitors don't do. Mm-hmm. We're very heavily involved as a Canadian company in something called the TBR, which stands for the To Be Released Names, which is the .ca equivalent to the drop, as it were. Uh, we also play in org, we play in biz, we play in info, we play in US. We play in a variety of TLDs and many extensions. And certainly they don't have the same um, popularity that Comnet does. But there are a number of investors out there that focus on those TLDs as well. Um, we also support IDN. So if somebody wants to backorder IDM names and, and so on, we're, we're within that space and have done it both in uh, new launches like uh, the new GTLD type launches in the land rest and sunrise as well as in the deleting domain space. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we also ventured off at one point in something called catch and release. You might remember that. It's <laughs> got to be, well, I don't know, eight years ago when people wanted to register names for a short period of time and then delete them while they still could and get their money back. But during that time, test them to see what kind of revenue they made. So we had that product on the shelf for a while, but it, but that's gone. So today, you're right, the leading domains in the drop is still uh, a fairly strong part of our business, not as strong as it used to be, but it's still there. We're still in the drop game. We're still offering backordering services to our customers, and uh, we're still doing pretty successfully in catching names of choice that, that our customers are looking for. Now, you not only were very successful at, at capturing the names, but actually when you had multiple buyers uh, express interest in the names, you built a pretty uh, pretty powerful uh, auction system. So tell us a little bit about your domain marketplace today. So the domain marketplace, by definition, is exactly what it sounds like. It's a place where people can buy and sell domain names, post domains for sale, uh, very similar to how Cedo does it or some of the other domain marketplaces you might see out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps a little bit more competitive in terms of the commission rates and the minimum dollar values. And it allows people to post names for sale in a variety of different formats, a fixed price or an auction or a Dutch auction and what have you. Um, we, we find that's a lesser side of our of, of our uh, product mix mm-hmm. uh, of, of the number of areas that we're involved with. The domain marketplace is probably the smallest. Um, but still a, a fairly relevant part of, of what we do because it, it kind of completes the, the package of services that a domain investor would be looking for on the right. one hand. Well, uh, an opportunity to get domains and on the other domain marketplace gives them an opportunity to sell them. And and I know that, uh, you know, there's one of the biggest, uh, you know, conversation pieces for anyone in the industry or, or, or doing business online is, is the impact of the new uh, GTLDs. Um, and you guys have certainly been in, involved in, I, I believe, all the major TLD launches for the last uh, few few years, uh, with with handling the uh, land rush and um, you know sunrise uh, type of of auctions. So, w- with that in mind, tell us a little bit about what uh, Pool's doing in in terms of the new uh, GTLD program. So you're you're absolutely right. We uh, we've been very involved in new releases with uh, organizations like .asia and their ASCII release and their IDN release, uh, .so with their release, .sx with their release, .co with their release at Sunrise and Landrush, triple uh, X, which you're mm-hmm. very familiar with, with their release, mm-hmm. um, and so the, the 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 mechanism there really is. What, what we've seen over the years, and .eu is a really good example, when .eu launched, they launched with what is referred to as a first-come, first-serve kind of 
methodology where the door opened and all domains were available for anybody to register within specific criteria, of course. So in Sunrise, they had trademark restrictions and, and so on. But it meant that the first person through the door could acquire the name and they could do anything they want with it. And what ended up happening is that those releases were really modeled after a drop. It was exactly the same as a drop. Mm -hmm. So companies like Pool and, and Namejet and, and Snap Names and others said, well, you know what, we'll take pre-orders for .eu names and we'll play it just like a drop and we'll get all those names and we'll sell them at auction and what have you. And Pool in that particular one was very, very successful at acquiring those names. You might recall at, at the time that, for example, in, in the trademark space, sex.eu had 251 different applications, mm -hmm. all, all based on a trademark. Mm -hmm. So significant competition drove really, really high domain prices and all of that revenue was being acquired by the secondary market. So it occurred to us when we when .asia first came out and said we're, we're going to go to the market that there's an opportunity for registries and the registry operators to to make that money rather than just let it go to the secondary market because no matter what those auctions are going to happen. The secondary market's going to jump in and going to grab the names when they come out on the first come first serve model. They're going to sell it, they're going to they're going to reap the benefits of that process. And for a new GTLD or any new TLD that's coming to the market, the opportunity to, to get that capital, rework that back into their marketing budget and drive their brand development has a real significant opportunity for building the business. So we saw that there's an opportunity to, to partner with a GTLD release, facilitate that process so that the secondary market isn't capitalizing on all of those new names and the registry reaps the benefits of, of that additional revenue that they can immediately funnel back into the marketing plan. Absolutely. It's an important part of the process is, is these companies have been uh, doing nothing but spending money for um, quite some time through the application process and setting up their businesses. It's an opportunity to influx some um, you know needed uh, revenue back in <laughs> so that everything's not going out. Yeah, uh, absolutely correct. So, again, come back, you're listening to uh, Domain Masters. My name is Victor Stay Pitts, I'm your host, and you're listening to Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Read through our blog for continuous industry news and programming updates and socialize with us through all of our social media channels, including Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and YouTube. Download the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, a must-have for every internet marketer on Earth. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. So, uh, so Pool is working. One of the one of the questions I saw that you know is kind of topical in in the news um, is Pool is working with ICANN to shut down a number of the registrars this month. And as you you mentioned, um, you know the changes in the industry and and the effect on the um, uh, drop catch business. So, just to kind of clarify for for the listeners out here, um, why are you doing this? Why are you shutting down the registrars? And how are the clients that are on those registrars being affected? Two really really good questions. So first of all, what, why did we shut down those registrars? The obvious answer to it is. A refocusing of our business to fo- to to um, focus more closely on the new GTLD program. Um, we see that the return on investment in that realm of the of the woods is is much higher than it is in the drop game for all the reasons that we've already talked about. The comparison between the early days and now, in terms of where the where the real opportunities lie or the real r- revenue opportunities are relative to you know uh, high end domains, mm-hmm. it, it just don't happen as much. So. For us, with with the potential for 1,400 new strings hitting the market, there's a huge opportunity to focus our efforts on those businesses uh, and create a longer-term ongoing strategy with them, which also relates to the deleting domains, which I'll get into in a a moment. So, yes, you're right. We we told ICANN that we were going to terminate the registrars effective January the 10th. Uh, We did that. Uh, ICANN put out a competitive... A request for proposal for other registrars that may be interested in taking the inventory, and, and thankfully they they made a choice of just one registrar, and that was Names Beyond, to take all of the inventory, which meant that all of the inventory from those 80-some-odd registrars were now consolidated at one registrar. And while we provided 
a single focal point for management through NameScout anyway. Mm -hmm. Now, in fact, all the all the names are, are physically located at a single registrar. So what did that mean for registrants? Simply, all it meant is that instead of logging into NameScout to manage their names, they'd now log into Names Beyond to manage their names. Um, naturally, the, the process of moving the names from one registrar to another by VeriSign, in the case of ComNet, takes a little bit of time, and, and I suspect that people may have seen an inability to access their, their names or manage their names for a day or two, perhaps. But uh, the feedback that I've been getting from most people is that Names Beyond has been very cooperative and supportive and, and uh, have been responding to certainly requests that I've been putting in to clarify situations for specific customers. But uh, from what I see so far, it's gone really well. Excellent. So another question here towards the uh, the GTLD program. Um, and this is this is kind of your opinion on on this is from from your vantage seat uh in in interacting with the registrars and and certainly um dealing with those uh, recent launches but the domain investors um the domain investor community is it an important community for the, uh, for a successful launch of uh, new TLDs is it is uh, domain investors a good thing for these new TLDs or, or a bad thing? And, and help us to understand why. Um, well, th there's no question that the domain investor community represents a potential consumer for a new GTLD. And in that context, it's important. Uh, you, you can't possibly undermine the, that in, in, in any context. Um, the flip side, though, is that if you go into many of the forums, the domainer forums, and, and you start talking to domainers and domain investors about the launch of new GTLDs, the common theme that I'm hearing is that COM is going to be king. These new TLDs aren't going to have an impact. We're going to keep our ComNet portfolio, and, and that's where we see the, the real returns are, are happening. So it's questionable at this point as to what extent the domain investor community will actually embrace some of these new TLDs, despite the fact that a guy like Frank Schilling has applied for uh, 30-some-odd different new TLDs. I can't remember the exact number. Um, and, and I would think, you know, there are a lot of people in the world that would say, gee, I wish I'd, I'd done what Frank did 10 years ago. Well, he's doing it again, and maybe some of them should be thinking about that. So certainly as customers, I think the domain investor community is important. Um, but as a GTLD operator... I think, and you know, take a take a a page out of the dot co marketing uh, book. They created a market space with their small and medium enterprise businesses to really drive growth and volume across a market space that was far broader than the domain investor community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've got domain investors, uh, you know, investing in in the dot co space. But their marketing program is really focused on a much broader community. And I think there's a message there for new GTLD operators uh, and, and uh, builders to say, what is our target market really going to be? Where are we going to get the bulk of our registrations from? Uh, domain investors can, can build some value when you start seeing transactions occurring in the secondary market and, and you see values perhaps uh, escalate as a result of investors speculating on what domains might be worth. But the flip side is, you know, the, the, the average domain investor 
doesn't build a domain. They don't build content. They don't build the brand. They park it or they they set the domain aside and they hope to resell it at some later date as an investment. And I don't have any complaints about any of that. But as a GTLD operator, it, it doesn't serve the best interests of building my brand and getting the visibility that I need to convince the far greater population in the world to invest in my TLD and, and, and build their website on that. So it's a complex question. Uh, I think in some cases it may even be dependent on what the specific string is that we're mm -hmm. talking about. Um, but certainly, you know, I'd, as a GTLD applicant, I, I would say I would embrace the domain investor community and, and welcome them in, in participating in my platform. Um, but if I really wanted to build brand value, I would probably say I, I don't want park pages because that doesn't build brand value. I, I want people to build real websites with real content that, that deliver real value to the consumer and build the, the overall viability of the brand. Makes sense. So tell us, is there is there anything else that our listeners ought to know about uh, Pool that you can share at this time? Well, we're... We're, you know, we're we're moving forward. We've we've changed a little bit. We're still in the drop game. There's no question about that. We've got a an extremely viable solution for new GTLD applicants in in rolling out Landrush and Sunrise auctions. Um, I think there's an opportunity for for GTLDs to take the same model and drive it into their own deleting space, uh, rather than have a first come first serve drop. Um, why not a new GTLD operator? Put their names up for auction in a brief three-day period at the very end of the domain life cycle, and if it sells at auction, then great. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, then release it back into the marketplace. Uh, those are the kinds of avenues that that we're kind of focused towards, um, and I think it represents more of what's going to be around the bend tomorrow. I, I think if Verisign was smart and and uh, maybe cutting my nose off despite my despite my face, but if Verisign was smart, they would stop the drop completely. They would do this themselves, and in fact. In years gone by, there have been two different projects that were proposed to ICANN by Verisign to do precisely that, and they haven't done it yet, which is kind of surprising. Hmm, interesting. So, Richard, um, what is the best way for someone uh, to learn more about pool.com? Well, obviously visit our website, um, but I'm a pretty open and transparent kind of guy. Uh, I've, I've been known to respond to emails pretty quickly and and I welcome anybody that wants to talk to me about pool to just contact me I'm I'm wide open my I have a direct e uh, phone number to my desk uh, my email gets right to me I don't have any layers of kind of people that do my thing for me and uh, I'm I'm happy to talk to anybody and everyone I'll be at Domain Fest in uh, Santa Monica in in uh, f coming up in February I'll be at uh, the ICANN meeting in Beijing in in uh, April uh, I try to get out to the community as best I can, but I'm, I'm certainly wide open to anybody that wants to ask me questions or even just have a chat. Well, Richard, it's, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I really appreciate you being on this episode of Domain Masters and, and spending a little time to answer some questions about uh, pool.com uh, for our listeners. Very welcome, Victor, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to have a chat. Thank you, Richard. All right, folks, you've been listening to Richard Schreier, the Chief Executive Officer of Pool.com, uh, who's been our guest on this episode of Domain Masters. I invite you to come back next week where you can learn to be the master of your domain right here on Domain Masters. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm your host. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Take care, folks.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.